the Friday Sports Huddle with snowballeffect.co.nz. High growth investing made simple. First two nights were cold sweats and sleepless nights, so that's pretty normal for an all-black head coach for the first test of the year, so I wasn't quite sure whether I was sick or nervous, but it's um, I've actually got through it pretty lightly, to be fair. Wayne Barnes blows full-time, a famous night for the Māori All Blacks, 32-17 the full-time score. And Ireland's tour to New Zealand to Aotearoa starts in defeat. Uh, welcome to the Sports Huddle this evening. We've got Matt Brown, News Talk ZB Sports Editor, Scotty Stevenson, Spark Sport Commentator. Hi, you lads. G'day, everyone. Okay, so Matt, do, do you feel like potentially things could be stacked against us just a little bit? We've lost David Harvili, Will Jordan, Joe Moody, Anton Leonard Brown, Akira Yuane, Ethan Blackadder, all out to the Rona. Well, look, look, there is a lot of pressure. There's always pressure for the All Blacks to perform every, every time they go. Look, the interesting, one of the interesting stats here is that the All Blacks have not lost in the history of Test Rugby uh, three times in a row to Northern Hemisphere opposition. We lost the Irish Test and the French Test on the tour. Um, and there's pressure because, you know, look, let's face it, um, the All Blacks are expected to win. They're always expected to win by, by our fans, the Eden Park record. We go back to 1994. So there are a lot of statistics which, which actually in the All Blacks' favour going into this, but now, there's a sense, too, this is a really strong Irish side. Ten of the 15 starters that beat us in Dublin, they beat us physically up front. We couldn't get quick ruck ball. We were slow. Our backs were on the back foot. They won those key battles. And so there's a lot of pressure, I think, on the All Blacks forward pack to particularly really stand up tomorrow. Uh, and it's just going to be fascinating, given the, you know, the, let's face it, the disrupted pre- uh, preparation for the, the All Blacks side in particular. Um, it's just going to be a cracking test match. And I think the best probably start to a season that I can, I can probably remember in the last um, five to ten years. Um, Scotty, do you think, is this going to be a test of Fozzie or not? Uh, yeah, every match is a test of Ian Foster. He's the All Blacks coach. He's the head coach. Uh, and it's a test. But he's got the COVID. He's got the vid, all right, um, which begs the question. Um, I don't know why the All Blacks would have thought touring the lowest vaccinated region in New Zealand two weeks ago was a good idea. However, um, oh, you look at this as a test. It's a test for how well-structured the All Blacks are, how much trust and faith is in their system, how much uh, work the assistant coaches actually get through on the park. I heard you talking to Michael Corcoran about Joe Schmidt being present at training. Look, I can assure you that, that Joe Schmidt's not going to start changing things a week out from the first test of the year. He's there to, to I guess, offer some oversight, offer some assistance where necessary. So, absolutely, the result of this test match is on Ian Foster. He's the one who's planned it. He's the one who's scouted the Irish side. He's the one who's had to uh, get the attack in shape with his assistant coach, Brad Moore. So, of course, he's the head coach. It all comes down to him, disruption aside. Uh, the results of the All Blacks are always on the head coach. And that was the case for Steve Henson. It was the case for Graham Henry. It was the case for every coach before them. So, you know, it is a huge test for the All Blacks. And the disruption is going to count. I can assure you of that. Bowden Barrett has never played at 10 with Quintu Pyre at 12. Quintu Pyre and Rico Ioane have never partnered in a midfield. We've got a winger who's never played a test match before. And you've got Scott playing at six. It's, it, it does seem to me like they're trying to combat the Irish at the breakdown. If they can win that area of the game, they'll go a long way to winning this test match. If they don't, and in their recent defeats to Ireland, they certainly have not, then it's going to be a long night at the office for all black fans. Yeah, too right. Hey, there's plenty for us, for us to get through, including the White Ferns. Let's deal with that in just a tick. It's quarter to six. 12 away from six. We're back at the sports huddle. Scotty Stevenson, Matt Brown. Um, Scotty, Reese Walsh has COVID. Big loss. Huge loss 
for the Warriors and a real shame too for the fans who uh, look like they're going to pack out Mount Smart Stadium. What a wonderful occasion for the Warriors. And, and again, what, what an amazing and impressive fan base this team has. Uh, they are sitting bottom of the table. They haven't had a win in two months. Their first home game in three years and they're going to pack the park. Uh, it just goes to show that so many Kiwis are still keeping the faith in this Warriors side. Uh, great to see Stacey Jones in charge for this homecoming fixture. Reese Walsh, a, a massive loss, but Stacey Jones has talked all week about this being a reset opportunity for this Warriors side. They're never going to get a better chance to reset themselves than at home for the first time in such a long time. And, and I know that, that league fans across the country are very much looking forward to this fixture. The Tigers are the perfect opposition, if you ask me, for them uh, to be at home. And uh, I, just, I just hope they put in a performance. Uh, you know, I know that a lot of those guys have missed home dearly. Uh, they've been away. They've been living out of suitcases. They've been away from family, Farno. So to get home here, to play in front of a packed house at their home is going to be a great occasion. So I still have all the confidence in the world that Warriors can just pull something out of the bag here and show the fans that the faith is justified. Okay, Scotty's got the confidence. Matt, do you have the confidence? Yeah, I do. It actually just takes me back right to the restart, back to 95 when they debuted against the Broncos. I mean, the hype around the Warriors this week has been massive. You know, the coverage, um, the players talking to them earlier in the week. You know, they came up into our ZB studios, like with Sean Johnson. Uh, and, and they were just talking about, the, you know, just being back for the first time. You know, three years, over a th- I think 1,046 days or something like that by kickoff. I mean, it is extraordinary. They're home away from home. Let's face it, yes, there's a support base for them across the Tasman, but it's not the same. Uh, playing in Redcliffe, playing at Mount Smart is not the same, and it will lift them massively. And and if you can go on adrenaline enough, look, it's not the it's not the determining factor, but I just think we will get some inspired performances by the Warriors players. Um, but I want to do it for the fans, and I and, and Scotty's dead right. The Tigers, um, for your first up opposition at home, are probably the best team you could play. I, I expect the Warriors to win it and win well. Oh, I hope so. Now, Scotty, so a month after controversially sacking Leah Tahuhu, the White Ferns have to call her back into the squad. Do you reckon that was just the world's most awkward phone call? Well, in the case of Leah Tahuhu, um, it was never the case that she was not going to be selected for New Zealand again. Uh, she was just not offered a contract, but she was still available for selection if they deemed her worthy of that selection. Um, look, it would have been... An interesting phone call, but I know for a fact, and I've spoken to Leah, just how excited she is to be back in that environment. I know when the contract offers were made and, and her and, and her partner, Amy Satterthwaite, had dipped out um, how devastated she was and how hungry she was to get back in that black shirt. And she gets a chance now to take this team and really be the spearhead for this team in terms of their bowling attack in the Commonwealth Games. I think it's great to see her back. And But, you know, on the flip side of that, um, I really feel for Jess Kerr and, of course, for Lauren Down, who's had to step away for her own well-being and Jess with a foot injury. So, you know, it's a, it's a real shame for those two that they're, they're not able to join the squad, but a big opportunity for Leah Tahu to say, you know what, I deserve that contract and I'm going to go and prove it to you. And, you know, this is the nature of professional sports sometimes. It can be brutal. Um, and it was essentially an incredibly brutal time for both Satisweight and Tahuhu in that last round of contract. So I am very happy to see her back. And, and I just hope that she delivers. And, and I'm sure she will. She's an incredibly competitive person. And I think she's going to be a key member of that squad heading to Birmingham. In a way, Matt, um, good that it's come so quickly after being, being sacked from the squad, right? Because you just, just get back on the horse really fast. 
Well, with it out, I echo exactly what um, Scotty said here. I mean, I haven't spoken to her today, but it's great to know that she's got that hunger and the desire. And, and you know, look, a chance. ultimately, you, you, you prove yourself with your performance on the pitch, right? Go and play well at the Commonwealth Games. You know, show the selectors. Maybe, you know, who, who knows, maybe they got it wrong in the first place. But just have that hunger. And look, it's a chance to represent your country. Um, unless you've, you know, retired from international cricket and really stepped away, then you can't turn down a chance like this. So it's it possibly a chance for redemption for her. But uh, mm. good to see you. And same with the two players, you know, obviously uh, the discipline, I mean, Laura Down, you know, to deal with those issues. We know the players that go through this and athletes that go through this, it's a really tough time for them too. So certainly thoughts in particular going out for her, uh, who's yeah. not going to the Com Games. Lads, it's really good to talk to the pair of you. Thank you. Um, Matt Brown, Newstalk ZB Sports Editor, Scotty Stevenson, Spark Sport Commentator.